Welcome to the Rise Resolute Podcast. I'm your host, Gina Meyer, a doctor of physical therapy committed to helping people live healthfully, joyfully, and push past even their own expectations for their life. Friends, today I bring you a very special episode with Jordan Nicole. She's a professional ballet dancer and she's the host of the podcast Ballet to Business and she has the most beautiful heart. We did a live episode on Instagram today focused on growth and the hopes that we could reach out and help you all during this crazy time in our world. The opportunity for personal growth dawns with each new day, and understanding that can change everything. I hope you'll enjoy this interview. Hello, friends. I am so excited to come to you today with um, this live podcast episode for the Rise Resolute podcast and a crossover with the wonderful Jordan Nicole. Um, Here she is. Uh, Stand by. We're going to bring her on in. Hey, Jordan. Hi, Gina. (laughs) How are you? I'm well, thank you. Thank you so much for having me on and for connecting us again in this way. I know, I'm really excited about this. Um, Super, super excited. And so I'm going to tell our viewers a little bit more about what we're doing here in just a minute. Um, But I wanted to say that I was inspired by listening to your podcast. Um, Mm -hmm. I believe the release was last week and you were talking about ways that we can navigate this crazy time. And um, so I'm so excited that we're going to do this together and put some positive vibes out there. So thank you so much. Um, Thank you. I'm going to start with our little introduction, and then we can kind of dive right into what we're talking about today. Um, So friends, as you know, this is a really crazy time in our world. And honestly, sometimes I still find myself struggling to believe that this is really real. Um, But in the face of our fear and all the other emotions that are going along with this health crisis, Jordan and I really believe that there's an opportunity for positive change and positive growth in our lives. So we thought we'd do an episode together and we'd be talking about a few of the pivotal moments in our lives um, that we've gone through when we chose growth and the outcome of those moments in our lives in the hopes that we will lift you all up and propel you onward um, so that you can continue to make some choices during this time to support your own personal growth. So that's kind of the gist of what we're doing today. We're talking about growth. We're going to give some examples from our life and um, hopefully lift, lift up and inspire our listeners out there to see this time as the opportunity for growth. Right, Jordan? Absolutely. Yes. All right. Awesome. Well, do you want to start by sharing a time in your life that you felt like you chose the opportunity for growth? Absolutely. So it's really interesting, actually, because what we're all going through right now is extremely parallel to what I went through exactly one year ago. So um, I'm a professional ballet dancer. I've been a professional since I was 18 years old. I moved up to San Francisco from Southern California to become a professional. So my whole world really has been just training in classical ballet, performing classical ballet. And there's a daily regiment. We go to class every single morning. Class is an hour and a half long. Then we have like six hours of rehearsal. So I was very used to having my whole world wrapped up in seeing my colleagues, moving my body, being in a certain environment, being around certain people. 
Um, and so last year I sprained my ankle really badly on stage and it was a dress rehearsal of a performance I was looking forward to and just planning about and dreaming of. And I'm sure right now, a lot of us also have had plans and dreams. And right now it's just like a, a sharp halt, you know, and that sharp, yeah, yeah, that happened to me last year. And, um, I had to have surgery on my ankle and I was in my home, (laughs) not being able to move for months. I was in a cast and, and in a boot. And so this time actually feels eerily familiar to me in that regard, just because I, there was a lot I couldn't do physically. Mm -hmm. I couldn't be active. I couldn't be in that environment I was used to being in. My routine completely had to change. Um, And I could have chosen after I grieved kind of the beginning loss of like, wow, my life is so different right now and not necessarily what I had hoped it would be. Um, I had to tell myself, okay, yes, there's a lot I can't do right now. I can't leave my house. I can't use my foot. Um, But what can I do? Like, what do I have around me? What are other interests that I have been thinking about and I just haven't had the time to be able to explore? Um, So it was last year that that mindset shift of, okay, instead of focusing on everything I can't do right now, what can I do? And I was really intrigued with podcasting. And lo and behold, having that time last year to recover from my surgery, I was able to produce Ballet to Business, my podcast. So um, yes, there was a lot of loss during that time. And I, I really think that either you can view the hardships of life as an enemy, or you can view it as an opportunity. And, um, I'm, I'm so grateful that I had that opportunity because my podcast has filled up my life more than I could have imagined that it would. And it's connected me with incredible people and gotten, we've gotten to share just really true and vulnerable stories with each other and feel like a lot less alone. So, yeah, I'm I'm grateful. And you're so right. When when we're faced with these situations in life, it's always a choice whether we're going to focus on the negative or we're going to spin it in a way that we we can do something positive with it, with the cards we've been dealt. And in this current situation, that's exactly it, you know, and it's not easy. It's not easy to get up every day and not be able to do the things that we're used to doing that bring us joy. But we just have to have that that mind shift. And um, yes, I I love listening to your podcast. Um, And if we haven't mentioned it yet, it's Ballet to Business. And you all are dancing at home now, right? I've seen you um, doing some dance at home because you can't go in and dance in your normal studio, right? Yeah, absolutely. And and it's interesting because even though um, it's it's challenging, there are challenges to dancing at home, right? Our, our space is pretty small. Um, we don't have the flooring that we're used to dancing on. But uh, there's also been like hidden blessings in that for instance like for me um just facing the mirror every single day in a ballet studio is really challenging mentally because you're you know you're either seeing all of your flaws or you're seeing all the things you need to fix so Right. right now actually being able to dance at home and not have a mirror has been a real big blessing for me just to focus on like 
other things that I'm, I'm not distracted by that. Right. Um, so that's been an opportunity for growth that I didn't foresee. That's awesome. Yeah, I totally agree. Um, well, I'm going to go on and share a little story from my life um, about about growth and the time that I was kind of challenged to really push outside my comfort zone and the hopes that we can apply it in some way to um, the things people might be thinking about right now as they're trying to figure out what their life looks like for the next month and months to come. Um, yeah. So uh, in 2012, I decided to start my own physical therapy company. I was um, on the East Coast at the time, and I had been practicing physical therapy for almost 10 years, and I decided to take a leap of faith and start my own company. Um, and it was very scary. And there were times I remember, first of all, I remember brainstorming the name of that company in my dad's kitchen. The company is called Best Life Physical Therapy um, and Sports Medicine. And I remember brainstorming that name. It has now grown. Um, I have a wonderful partner, Nicole King, and we have a beautiful staff. We have three locations. Of course, during this time, um, you know, we're, we're rapidly changing and things are evolving every day, but we are still providing physical therapy um, as, a, as a needed um, health care for people in Virginia Beach. But at the time that I did, chose to start it, Jordan, it was very scary for me. I really had to push and I really had to get up every day and I had to decide in my own mind that I was going to put the work in. And if I hit a roadblock, I wasn't going to let it get me down. I was going to keep going. Um, one of the hardest things, believe it or not, when you start a physical therapy company is navigating insurance. It sounds crazy, but just trying to get on all the insurances and figure that out coming from a science background was insane. And there were some days that I felt like I really was making no progress. And mm. I really can, I feel like that is, it can, people might be able to relate to that as they're going through their days and the way that they look now versus what they looked like before this health crisis, getting up mm -hmm. every morning and deciding that no matter what obstacles you face, you're going to continue pressing onward and you're going to continue trying to find, um, you know, the opportunities for growth, the things that you can do to advance towards your goals every day. And they might be small. Um, but yeah, so that was a time in my life where I um, I was scared. I pushed myself to pursue growth and it really ended up phenomenally. And now I'm out in Southern California and I have another clinic here. It's called Rise Pacific Physical Therapy. Um, mm. And so, you know, things are going well and the, the risk was worth it. All that hard work was worth it. All of those times when I doubted um, whether I could really do it. And um, I know there are many people out there who are doubting right now. Can we really make it through this mm -hmm. extended period um, of being at home and our lives are changing? but I believe that we can and yeah. I believe there's great opportunity um, and I was wondering if you would perhaps share I know you shared it on your podcast last week but some of those journal prompts you were talking about that people can think about um, as ways to explore growth in their own life would you mind sharing some of those yeah absolutely um, because to me actually journaling has been really grounding and it's been something that I've implemented into like my morning routine um, and kind of like what you were mentioning through sharing your story too, it's really taking everything day by day because it's such an ever-changing landscape that we're faced with. And when you can just put your head down and focus on the day that you've been given, uh, it's amazing to look back and have that perspective, yeah. right? Like yeah. now you have that perspective of, wow, oh my gosh, see what, I, what I've been able to build with my business because I was just focused on doing my best every day. That's right. Um, and so I think that having journaling in my morning routine has been really instrumental. And for me, you know, I, I really love to write, but I also know there are some people who are really intimidated with writing. 
And so I think having a prompt to kind of uh, spur you on into like just getting words to paper is really helpful. Um, So two prompts that I have been actually really exploring every day because I think it's something that you don't just answer it right away. There's many, many layers. And the first one would be to write at the top of the page, like, what are my values? What is it that you value in your life? Um, And to try and get really specific. So an example would be, you know, I do value my morning routine. I feel like when I follow uh, the regimen of even just making my bed every morning and, you know, taking care of my face, like just being um, a good steward of like everything that I've been given, I think that really sets me up. And then also um, it could be even just like your values of family, friends, faith, whatever it might be, but dive deeper into that. So you can write like specific examples in your life. Um, And then another example would be like, I really value being a helper. And I noticed that in myself, like from when I was a young girl at school, and I always wanted to help raise my hand and help the teacher with whatever task um, she was needing help with. So and that's another thing too, is like another prompt to think about is, um, what were my interests growing up? What kind of like tap back into those memories of your childhood that really stand out and and talk about them. You know, I wrote the other morning, like I remember training in the ballet studio and at a summer intensive um, for half the day. And then the rest of the day, my, I'd meet up with my friends at a place called Wild Rivers. And I would just, I there was like such a juxtaposition of being in the studio, slicked back hair at the bar, like, and then all of a sudden the, the second half of the, the, the day, I was like running around the water park with my friends and like just having so much fun, like with the thrill of the rides and everything. And just reminding myself that there's so many different layers to me. Right. Um, yeah. And I think a lot of times when we get caught up with our work, it just becomes like our full identity and everything that we value. But I love tapping back into like my childhood self and realizing other things that I was interested in. I think that's so great. Yeah, I, I, I think that these are great prompts, things that you value and things that you valued as a child. These are great ways to think about how you could um, use it as a, as a springboard for diving into some, to some new growth. And I like how you talk about sometimes we get so focused on what we're doing in our careers that we forget all the other aspects of our life. Um, I had mm-hmm. a podcast interview a few months back and we were talking about how important it is to not only pursue your career, your athletics, what, you know, your dancing, whatever it is with rigor, but also to pursue your life with rigor and all the Mm. aspects of your life and all the aspects of you that make you who you are. And this is just, you're right, such a great opportunity to reflect on those things, to really think of the fullness of who we are as people and how we can grow in all these ways that we we normally don't have time to think about or develop. It's it's just such a gift, um, truly. Mm. And I love also that you said, Jordan, to focus on the day you've been given. I think that that's beautiful. Um, I was listening to another episode on a different podcast and they were talking about um, waking up with gratitude. And we all know that's so so valuable to wake with gratitude. And, and that if the only prayer you ever say that entire day is that you're thank, thankful, thank you 
for this life. Mm-hmm. Um, that's so valuable too. So sometimes just focusing on, on our gratitude is, you know, maybe all we can muster for the day, but if we can just think of a few things, um, and if we are, if we're not feeling strong enough to pursue gro- growth that day, then, you know, there's always tomorrow, tomorrow dawns a new day and a new opportunity. But yeah, I think these yeah. are great prompts and, um, I'm hoping that it will lift up some people out there and help them to get excited about the opportunities that, um, that are, are coming forward at this time. So, well, thank you so much. Is there anything else you wanted to add in terms of growth and um, anything else you want to put out there? Yeah, I think a, a, a lot of times too, it's being open to being inspired and motivated by others. Right. Like I think a lot of times we put a lot of pressure on ourselves to have to feel a certain way every day. Um, but you know, for me, even just ex- my, an example of today, you know, this morning I, w- we were doing our class in our home and I wasn't really feeling it. Like it was really hard for me to persevere through, but, um, looking at my husband and doing it with my husband and him having a smile on his face, like that motivated me. Yeah. And it wasn't even something like within myself that was shifted. It was just by like opening my eyes to like him and being there with me. And like, I think it's amazing now that we've had an opportunity to uh, slow down so that we can have these like face-to-face chats with people. It's been so cool to have people just like FaceTime me randomly right. during the day. I know. And it, I agree. It's so fun. I know. These <laughs> connections are amazing. And I think you make a good point. I mean, leaning on, leaning on those in our lives as we're able, maybe not physically leaning on them, but connecting with people in ways that we didn't have time to do before either. You know, it's just, it's so powerful and so awesome. Um, I, my brother turned 40 this past weekend and um, we were able, I was supposed to go be there with him. He lives on the East Coast. Couldn't go, obviously. But we were able to connect with so many friends um, virtually. You know, we used a we used house party and we got on and and it was just so awesome to see that connection and to see everyone's face. And, um, you know, it felt very powerful to be connected in that way. So you're right, That's whether cool. it's physical presence of someone or connecting to friends, um, that there's such an opportunity in that as well. You're totally right. That's awesome. Yeah, well, good. Um, Well, thank you so much for sharing a few ideas with our listeners and for coming on and talking about your story. Um, I know that uh, folks may want to follow you. So tell them a little bit more about your podcast and and the ways that they can do that, Jordan. Oh, thank you. Yes. So um, my podcast is called Ballet to Business, and I interview both current and former professional dancers um, who they share how the character traits and values they've gained from ballet affect their lives and businesses today. So these are dancers who have become full-fledged entrepreneurs, and it's been um, really amazing to hear them talk about all they've gained from the art form because having to depart from ballet can be an incredible loss for any dancer and a very challenging identity kind of not crisis, but just like difficulty to work through. Yeah. Yeah, Shift is a great word. Yeah. Um, so it's been very amazing to hear, uh, other dancers share their stories and also the hardships, you know, they talk about their injuries, just like your guests do on your podcast. They talk about the hard times in their lives and how that's actually really strengthened them and made them the people that they are today. So, um, I, I absolutely love the podcast and I am on Instagram at ballet to business. And then for the personal stuff, um, just taking ballet in my living room at the moment with my husband, (laughs) um, I'm at Jordan Nicole H. 
Awesome. Well, thank you so much. And I remember our first interview back in 2019, and we talked a lot about courage. And I just want to tell you that I think you are a beautiful example of courage. So um, you you. continue to inspire me. And I'm hoping that we can inspire everyone else to be courageous during this time to pursue growth, to try to see the positive every day and to remember the things that they hold close and invest in them during this time. So thank you again for coming on. I hope to see your face again soon. Yes, likewise, Gina. Thank you so, so much. Okay, awesome. Thank you, everyone, for listening. And connected, we can rise.